Please turn in your scriptures with me to the minor prophet of Habakkuk. Toward the end of your Old Testament, it's the fifth book from the end. Habakkuk. This little three-chapter minor prophet of the Old Testament, to put it briefly, is a nice summary of the 115 chapters of Isaiah and Jeremiah because it describes God's warning of judgment on Israel that he would bring by the Babylonians. Then it describes God's judgment on the Babylonians. And then it recounts God's great mercy and deliverances toward Israel as it ends in the third chapter. So chapter 1 of Habakkuk, and it has been preached to you before, verse by verse. Chapter 1 is the Chaldean judgment of Israel. And Habakkuk is kind of astonished at that, that a nation more wicked than Israel would be used to punish Israel. Chapter 2 is God's judgment of those Chaldeans. Chapter 3 is Habakkuk praising God's glory and majesty for his dealings among men. We are in chapter 2 this morning for three verses. Verses 18 through 19 are the ridicule of false gods. Let me read them to you. What profiteth the graven image that the maker thereof hath graven it? The molten image and a teacher of lies that the maker of his work trusteth therein to make dumb idols. Woe unto him that saith to the wood, Awake to the dumb stone. Arise, it shall teach. Behold, it is laid over with gold and silver, and there is no breath at all in the midst of it. Amen. Other gods are worthless. Right. And so the Bible ridicules and mocks them here and ridicules and mocks them elsewhere. This morning I want you to think very briefly about the curse of Adam upon all of us. What can other gods do for the curse of Adam on us? Nothing whatsoever. And the makers of them don't even know about Adam and don't need to know about Adam because they're going to die because of Adam, whether they know about him or not. Because God made a covenant contract with this this world and all the inhabitants of it in our first father, Adam. These gods are worthless. They cannot help in any way, shape, or form at any time except for the imagination and comfort of foolish minds that are hallucinating that they think they have a God in front of them. It cannot deliver them from death. The king of terrors reigns over this planet, and these gods cannot deliver. They cannot help at all, and the makers of them do not even understand nor know the truth of the universe. And that is the arrangement with our first father, Adam. Verse 20. And that is an inspired disjunctive. But the Lord God Jehovah, if you understand that word, is in his holy temple. Let all the earth keep silence before him. Let all the earth keep silence before him. 
He's the only true and living God. He planned Adam. He created Adam. He created the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. He allowed Satan into the Garden of Eden. He fulfilled his word. He applied death in three different ways to the entire race. He is God. He is our potter, and we are the clay. He is in his holy temple, and everything he has done is perfectly holy. And the earth should keep silence before him. They shouldn't be using his name in vain. They shouldn't be using any other names of any other gods. They shouldn't be questioning him or rejecting him, denying him or mocking him. Because they're all going to die. And they're going to die by a transaction that he arranged for them. And they're going to die three different ways. And there is no deliverance unless he chooses to give them deliverance. Our God is in his holy temple. And we should be silent before him for a little while. And then we should celebrate what he's done for us. He sent the son that he loved so dearly to give his life for us as the second and the last Adam. There is no other need for another because we have the perfect fulfillment of this figure. And that's what it's called in Romans 5.14. May God bless us this day to keep silent before him in our hearts that nothing would well up there against him and then to celebrate with great joy because we have received the atonement through the work of the second Adam. Let us pray. O Lord God, Jehovah, our words will be few this morning because you have warned us about much speaking in your presence. We are on earth, thou art in heaven. Our words shall be few. There is no God like thee in heaven, in earth, or under the earth. Thou alone art God, Jehovah. Amen. We bless and we praise thee for everything that thou hast done, including what you did with our first father. We deserve it. He was the best of us. He rebelled immediately against thee. We thank thee, Holy Father, for the gift of thy son, of whom Adam was a figure. For he came for us, obeyed for us, died for us, and ever lives for us. Today depends upon thy blessing. For we are still in these bodies of flesh and sin. And we pray that by your spirit you will bless us in your word and lift up our hearts to celebrate thy great goodness toward us. Help us, Heavenly Father. If you bless us, we shall be blessed. If you withhold, there is nothing we can do to bring a blessing. Have mercy upon us. Forgive us our sins. We thank thee for every glorious good thing, and they are infinite in number that you have done for us spiritually and naturally, that you have done for us in eternity and in time. And we commit these services today, especially this first one right now, to thee, 
to worship thee and that you will bless us. In Jesus' glorious name, amen.